Welcome to Spiritual Psychotherapy. My name is Mia, or officially Dr. Mary Patricia Quinlivan, and this podcast is all about gently letting go of those things that are in the way of us being aware of what we truly are, which is pure awareness, divine love, the essence of everything. It's also a podcast where I love you to send in questions or requests or anything, any topic that you would like me to speak on. And if you'd like to send in a question or a topic, uh, you can find me on my website, which is livingawarenesswa.com. I also have a Facebook page, Instagram page and YouTube channel that are all livingawarenesswa.com. And I'd love to hear from you. So today's episode is all about compassion for our mistakes and I'm choosing that because very recently I've been making lots of mistakes (laughs) but I do know that I needed to make them. It's part of my growth. Isara once said to me a number of years ago that the universe doesn't produce anything that's not needed for the collective So it's good for me to consider that right now. So the main thing that I've realized that was a mistake that I needed to experience was that in June 2021, I left medicine and it took about seven and a half months. And then on the 22nd of February 22, that day when it was 22-2-22, not sure the significance of that, to be honest. Maybe it's an auspicious date. But anyway, on that day, it just came to me, this isn't right, that I need to be in medicine, not out of it. And in fact, what really came to me a few minutes after that, not only was it this isn't right, but it was, um, well, let me just share, first of all, that I've got a 21-year-old son who loves using the F word, It's just what 21-year-olds do and it's what he's doing at the moment. And yes, we set boundaries, but it's also, you know, necessary with our young people to meet them where they're at sometimes. And so I occasionally say the F word as well, (laughs) especially when I'm with him. And um, he has on occasion in jest called me an effing numbnut. And so what actually came to me (laughs) on the 22nd of the second 22 was oh my God, you're an effing numbnut. Why on earth did you leave medicine? (laughs) So, but I have since then settled and become a lot more compassionate. And there were many reasons why I needed to leave medicine. And it was because, you know, for 30 years I'd been a GP and I, had in 2012 moved into working from home, doing psychotherapy and mindfulness and spirituality had grown from there. But of course, I always felt somewhat on the margins of my profession. You know, a lot of doctors, in fact, almost all doctors are very loving beings. They come from good heart. They want to serve people. But in Australia thus far, spirituality and medicine hasn't really been combined. It, it is in America, thankfully, and I hope that it will grow in Australia because, of course, 
spirituality is an immense part of healing for all of us. But as yet in Australia, there's not a lot of the combining of medicine and spirituality. So I'm recognising now that a lot of what was in me, you know, I thought that in order to become more spiritual, I needed to leave medicine. And of course, that's not the case. But leaving medicine did enable me to rebrand my website. I moved from Living Mindfully to Living Awareness, WA. And that was beautiful because I have deep gratitude to Isaira. She's a deeply enlightened being and she has really helped facilitate my awakening, which has been, you know, very beautiful. And I am deeply grateful for that and hold her with great respect. So even though I am fully autonomous in my work, fully autonomous with my website and everything that I do, I have deep gratitude to Isaira and deep respect for what she does in the world, which is because she rests as pure awareness the whole time, she's pulling us all away from fear towards love. So I really honour that. So it's a real privilege for me to be calling this website Living Awareness WA. I also started this podcast, Spiritual Psychotherapy, and my earlier podcast, Into the Light with Mighty Companions, both of which I'm very grateful for. And I'm now calling myself Mia, which is a beautiful shortening of my real name, Mary Patricia. And Mia means I am the beloved or I am love in Sanskrit, which really feels like what I am aiming for and resting in increasingly. So none of those very beautiful things would have been able to happen if I hadn't have thought that I was leaving medicine because I just, at the time, didn't feel the freedom to do that. I was scared of, well, rejection, not being approved of. There is still a little bit of that in me, to be honest. But now I'm recognising that, you know, there's an opportunity in this, of course there is, and it's that even in my own quiet way, if I can just gently bring in spirituality to medicine and to psychotherapy and counselling in my own way. And, and it's not spirituality that, you know, many clients have talked about religion or various cult-like groups in the past that of course have had a lot of control, a lot of judgment. And true spirituality is not that at all. It's just learning to access for each person, although of course it's all one essence, learning to access that divine spirit that is within and learning to find for each person their authentic way of expressing that in this dreaming experience that we're all having. So, you know, this is a beautiful kind of spirituality to bring to medicine and the opportunity I have with my fear around not being accepted or not being approved of is just to accept that and hold it with compassion. It's making me feel <laughs> emotional. Yeah. You know, that's the opportunity we have for fear always is to just treat it with love. 
And you know, I thought I was beyond it, but I'm realising there was definitely a bit of it there. (laughs) And still is probably. And the opportunity also is to hold, if ever I do, you know, come across members of my profession that disapprove or just to hold them with love. You know, that's what it's all about, isn't it? It's what we all are. They are only me. They are only representing my own fear, my own judgment. So all I can do is hold them with love, unconditional love, non-judgment, letting them be exactly as they are. And if even a tiny bit of that from me helps to just allow a little more openness in medicine towards spirit and spirituality, then that's beautiful. And, you know, I do want to really acknowledge, um, of course, one of the reasons why I realised that this wasn't working was because it just wasn't working. (laughs) You know, it was much, client numbers were much slower and a lot of the meditations I tried to organise, people would book and then wouldn't show up or couldn't come. And I just, the universe was letting me know that this wasn't working. And I just want to acknowledge you know, all those beings that did continue to see me with much gratitude. And I know that your commitment to your own healing is going to be really valuable for you. So just to honour you and be grateful to you for that. And I also want to mention, because I've realised it's not just that I was scared of disapproval or not being accepted and didn't give myself freedom. That wasn't the only reason that I uh, made the mistake of leaving medicine, although I know it was a necessary mistake. So I guess, you know, for all of us, we all make mistakes because they're necessary, because we need to learn from them. So it's almost not even worth calling it a mistake. (laughs) It's just that you might recognise later that you didn't really need to do it had you been a little wiser or a little more connected. But of course we're not. We can only be what we are at the time. But one of the many other things I have learned, and no doubt there'll be other things that come to me, is that, you know, this whole healing journey needs to be really earthed. And I've said all the way along, we need to accept our darkness and our light. So we need to accept our fear, our feelings of worthlessness, our guilt, our jealousy, all those other emotions, our anger, we need to be able to observe them, witness them with great compassion and that is what helps to heal them. It's like we're bringing them to presence and I'm realising that after, you know, some beautiful experiences, I got a little bit starry-eyed, carried away, not earthed, not practical enough because Really, if I thought about it, it wasn't a practical decision, you know, to leave medicine. And of course, it was going to be hard, particularly for some people to be able to afford to see me. And even though I know, you know, there is value in learning to value, you know, your treatment and and whatever it is that you need, still, of course, it was hard for people. And so I'm realizing that spirituality itself needs to be really earthed and really practical and logical as well. There's a little bit of ego for me, I'm sure, in that just getting starry-eyed and thinking everything will be okay and, and not really grounding it. And also 
and I can't quite explain this yet, but I know there's ego in it, and it's just this, uh, there's something around being, the need to be something, or my sense that God thinks, or that I think God wants me to do this. Um, there's a bit of ego in it for sure, <laughs> you know, and or in too many ideas coming, right? And it's like I just, in fact, I'm saying to myself at the moment, no more ideas for a while. Let's just really sink into Christ, to pure awareness and really earth stuff. And because there's often a bit of ego in around being something, I think. Well, that's, yeah, for sure, my current sense. So that it's better to really let myself get quiet and really sit with things for, for perhaps longer than I would normally want to so just to encourage you in that way as well it's not to say that you know this wasn't meant to happen and there's not been great learning from it and there's many things I'm realizing and I'm sure you know if Osiris says that you know the universe doesn't produce anything that's not needed for the collective then it's been valuable in some way for others as well you know so it's not about judgment, never about judgment. And we always have to hold ourselves with great compassion. Yeah, it makes me feel emotional again. And the reason it makes me feel emotional is because I can feel the compassion right now from sorry. <laughs> hmm. One day I'm going to get better at talking when I'm feeling emotional. <laughs> um, you know, I feel the unconditional love that is pure awareness. And it really doesn't matter what mistakes we're making because this is just a dreaming. This experience is our perception, our Isaira calls it a dreaming because she says it's a verb. So this experience is our perception. The background is pure divine love, which we are held in, we are. And there is never an element of judgment in that. God is never judgmental. <laughs> it's just pure compassion. So if that sets you all free to make a few mistakes, <laughs> please feel free. And maybe it's good for you to know that, you know, I can be where I'm at and still be making mistakes because it's just part of what we have to go through sometimes. You know, it's, we learn from them much better than if we don't make them. <laughs> and... The Course in Miracles would call it true forgiveness, which is we recognise that it hasn't really happened. It's just part of this dreaming and the essence of what we are is continuous, safe, whole, divine, loving, completely compassionate and non-judgmental, safe essence. That's what we are. That's what we always are. So let that set you free a bit to just, you know, get it wrong, make mistakes, fall over, do whatever it is that you're doing and still hold yourself with 
immense love. So while I'm on that, I do just want to let you know that I am back in medicine and for those of you that live locally or even some of you interstate, um, it is possible to get Medicare rebates, so, which makes it easier to see me. It's a little bit cheaper for you. Um, so I would love you to contact me via my website, livingawarenesswa.com. And I've realised, you know, there's another reason why it was important for me to go through that, and, and that is that Isaira, though, she did drop a lot of hints, actually, <laughs> but I wasn't in the space to hear them. She didn't directly say to me, you know, you're making a mistake. And I'm really grateful that she didn't. And I can see that I just needed to go through that. I needed to experience it. I needed to experience it not working, not flowing very well. Some things have flowed beautifully, like the new branding, Living Awareness WA and my podcast. But for the rest, there wasn't a good flow. So it was really important for me to experience that. But also that I wasn't rushed, that it was okay to make that mistake. And I now see, you know, there's been times in my life where I have wanted to hurry people along, to hurry people through a certain stage. And I now see the absolute love and compassion that is present in being able to just witness someone taking their time, you know, perhaps not getting it quite right, perhaps turning up a few blind alleys or, you know, going the long way around. And that's okay to still hold that person with love, hold them with compassion, keep holding them with light because there's such blessed learning in it and there's such unconditional love in it, in just letting someone be as they are, letting someone make mistakes. It's not that we can't give advice if someone is directly asking for it. Of course we can. But it's just if someone's not in the space, we have to let that be and hold it with such compassion. So it's really shown me that as well. And of course there are lots of beings out there that really aren't interested in advice yet. They're not ready for it. They're not wanting it. And all we can do is just love them as they are. Hold them as truth, as A Course in Miracles would say. Hold them as divine love, the pure essence that they are, knowing that this is the truth, that this experience is the dreaming. And as we hold them as truth, not only does it bring us closer to that, but it helps to bring them there. Because in truth, we are all already, already there. And I just want to come back to this compassion for our mistakes because I know I've met clients over the years who feel like they've done things that they feel great shame for or feel very embarrassed by or feel that they hurt other people. or And, you know, still in every moment for all of us, all of us have hurt other people. All of us have come from our projections, from our fear, from our anger, from our pain. You know... But all we can do is recognise that in that moment there was no other option because we were taken over, if you like, but by what Eckhart Tolle would call our pain body. <laughs> you know, We were in the grips of our fear, our pain, our feelings of worthlessness, feeling separateness. We were in the grips of that and there was 
no wisdom at the time available to us that could pull us out of that. So, of course, you know, we all have made mistakes in the past and that's perfectly okay and often it's when we make those mistakes that's what pulls us up. You know, that's what then helps us to realise, ah, I've got to start doing something about this. I've got to start working on presence. I've got to start, you know, observing my emotion. I've got to start holding my sense of worthlessness or my fear with compassion, with love, seeing it, just honestly witnessing it truly. I don't ever want any of you to think that a mistake could ever be bad enough that this unconditional love, which is the truth of what you are and which you are held in, ever changes at all. It never does. You are always held, no matter where your mind is keeping you, by the way, because it's our mind that makes us feel unworthy, guilty, inadequate, scared. You know, it's only our our head, you know, our thinking that makes us re- think that we are separate from that unconditional divine love. That unconditional divine love is always there. It's just we find it hard to access it. And sometimes we think, you know, or people feel like, and I know I've had states where I've felt like it's gone away, I've been abandoned. <laughs> you know? And of course that's not the case. <laughs> it's only me abandoning me. It's my head thinking that somehow I'm not worthy and separating from that unconditional love. And while I'm talking about, you know, those, those huge mistakes that I know beings in the past have come to me really worried about, at this moment that I'm doing this podcast, um, Russia has gone to war with Ukraine and Vladimir Putin is, you know, bombing Ukraine and it's immensely sad for everyone to witness and there's a lot of suffering and a lot of refugees that are struggling. And and I've been learning over the last many years now that beings like Putin or anyone that is, you know, on the surface of things making mistake or causing harm, you know, this is all one combined essence. The the Carl Jung called it the collective unconscious and even at the level of, if you could call it the whole mind or the one mind, we are all connected. And so all of us have fear, we have feelings of worthlessness, we have guilt, we have anger and it's never about judging those feelings. It's about And sometimes, you know, our anger may be necessary. It may help us to stand up for ourselves in a certain situation. But if we suppress them or we hold on to them or we judge them and we keep them stuck in ourselves, then that is contributing, if you like, to the fear of this one whole mind. So instead of judging someone like Putin, who, if you like, could represent the, um, the upwelling of a lot of the fear or anger or judgment that is in this one whole mind. So rather than holding that with judgment, 
if we hold it with compassion, acceptance, love, exactly as we would if it was in ourselves. So if we hold it represented out there at the moment in Putin as knowing that he is being held with unconditional love, as that's what he truly is, it's just the expression in this dreaming that is caught up in the fear, the pain, the worthlessness, you know, that is causing, of course, all this really painful stuff to happen. So if we, and for me, this is what I've been doing, you know, if I learn how to hold beings like Putin as the divine essence of what they are, that's love and love heals everything. So that's the opportunity we all have is to, the Course in Miracles will call it true forgiveness. And I know Isaira does it, just that's what she does. That's how she holds all of us. It's how she holds the entire world, actually, universe, really. So if all of us can learn, if we notice when we are judging, hold the judgment with compassion. You know, it's, it's, it's not ever about judging even our own judgment, right? <laughs> but learning to put our focus on love. So that if fear comes up, judgment comes up, anger comes up, we can witness it, we can treat it with compassion and acceptance, but we choose to focus on loving, on holding Vladimir Putin as what he truly is, or any world leader for that matter, that we are struggling with, or even any person in our lives <laughs> that we are struggling with, that we hold these beings as pure divine essence, unconditional love, in the same way that Jesus would hold them. Remember Jesus on the cross said, and Jesus, of course, was transcendent of suffering in that moment. He was resting in pure divine essence. But he said, and this is not word for word, but he said, Father, forgive them, they know not what they do. So, you know, he was holding all of us, every being, every being as unconditional love. And, and that's the opportunity we have in the world now. And that's what's going to bring the world further and further away from this base of fear and guilt and unworthiness that is causing all this suffering and more towards love. It doesn't mean, of course, that we can't, you know, also send prayers of or prayers and meditation and loving energy to the Ukraine and the refugees and and donate if we want to or do whatever we want to do and you know if for instance if that experience was in a closer relationship with someone who was you know not behaving respectfully of course it's okay to set boundaries and to well to steer clear from that person if that's the case or to um, spend less time or to do whatever it is that's wholesome for us. Sometimes it's about directly um, standing up for that person to that person and speaking our truth. You know, whatever it is, it is okay to do that. But the internal um, feeling or the internal way that we hold that being is with this acceptance, unconditional love, that is true forgiveness. True forgiveness, meaning that we recognize that this is a dreaming, that 
that what we all really are is resting in this essence of divine love so that it's not really happening and that's not a reason to not hold it with love, to not recognise the suffering and to not, you know, send those beings our loving energy. Of course we can do that. But it's more to recognise that there's never judgement, that because this is a dreaming, that divine essence that is the source of everything never shifts. So there's never judgment from that space. It's always unconditional love. And I do just want to let you know that I'm not perfect at this. <laughs> you know that um, I can certainly get it wrong. And in fact, yesterday was an example of that. We're all um, at the moment we're at home because my son has recently had COVID. In fact, Dan and I haven't got it, which is great. We've managed to escape that and we're going to be released tonight in fact which is good but my son did something yesterday which triggered me somewhat we have been uh, having to get all his food for him and do everything for him because he's been stuck upstairs for the last seven days and then he did something which I felt didn't show a lot of care and um, it triggered me yesterday and that's probably because you know there's still bits of vulnerability in me around changing everything again right now Um, And I ended up having to apologise to him and then start holding him with love again, (laughs) you know. So it's okay to get this wrong. It's okay to mess it up because we all do. I still do. So I think that's about all I needed to say today. So I would love you to share this podcast with anyone that you think might be interested. Um... My website is livingawarenesswa.com. I do individual therapy. I also do couples therapy. I do family therapy, small groups, and I also run workshops, although just not at the moment because of COVID, but they will come back. Um, So you can find me at livingawarenesswa.com or on my Facebook and Instagram pages, which are livingawarenesswa, and YouTube as well, livingawarenesswa. And... I highly recommend Isaira and her website is isaira.com. Much love and blessings to you all.